Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Carl and Drew here. Uh, we are recording a different introduction to the show that you're obviously normally accustomed to. An introduction to the show that uh, we had hoped not to have to record. Um, uh, right now, it's uh, it's Tuesday night, December 27th, and as by the time you're listening to this, those of you who do listen to our show are most likely will know unfortunately we have lost uh carrie fisher she passed away earlier today um we wanted to uh pay first off pay tribute to an artist who has had a a big spot in both of our lives um also just because when we recorded the episode that you're about to listen to our standard episode it was last friday night december 23rd and that was actually the night that she had had the heart attack, which unfortunately ultimately left to her, led to her passing. Um, so we discussed, we were checking up on social media throughout the show and we just wanted to put this in the beginning of this episode, just so we could, uh, again, a pay tribute, but B just to kind of keep the show updated. A lot of times we're out of date on stuff, um, when the show posts, but this one we felt again, because we're both huge star Wars fans, so this uh, this little segment, uh, not so much uh, the devils do, but I guess you could call this one the rebels do. Hey, look at that! Yeah, mega bummer, man. This, uh, this I, one, I was hoping she was going to pull through when yeah. they said that she was stable. I thought, okay, not good, but yeah, there's there's hope. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, not so much. This one, this one hurts. Sucks. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it sucks. Be the first to admit this year has been really rough as far as celebrity passings go. George Michael, before we forget, by the yeah, way. George Michael on Christmas Day. Hey. Um, but even that one, like, like I have friends who are really big into music, and like earlier this year when we lost David Bowie, we lost Prince. Like yeah. that rock Titans, that rocked some of those friends to the core. Right, and I understood the loss but it didn't affect me like that this one definitely is like a this is a gut punch this is a body blow this oh man this one sucks um i mean star wars has been a part of my life since i can remember and i know for you too yeah. Um, and obviously she was more than Star Wars. She was so much more than Star Wars. But Star Wars is what had the most direct impact on us. I think to people of our generation, absolutely. Like, we yeah. grew up with Princess Leia. That yeah. means she was Princess Leia then and forever. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's, it's a huge blow. Huge loss. Especially given recent, you know, she came full circle with her career in a way that you know, she got to be in The Force Awakens. Yeah. And she did not directly appear in Rogue One, but, you know, yeah. that how, how kind of, yeah. how much of a, I don't want to, I mean, how prescient is it, is that last scene now in uh-huh. a way, you know? Like, oh, dear. Yeah. So, yeah, it, to a generation, man, she she uh, made a huge impact. And, I mean, obviously, she's she's an author. She did the movies. Yeah. She did a lot of writing and on, on uh, screenplays, uncredited. Yeah, um, stuff you've seen. Um, 
And, uh, you know, cool guest spots here and there. Most notably, again, like, you know, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, for instance. Yeah. She was in there. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith, huge Star Wars fan. You know, I'm sure he, he posted a really heartfelt tribute yeah. on his Instagram today. I read that. Um, yeah, man. It's it's just, it's sad. It's, it, you know, and then especially 60 years old. 60. Yeah. Gee. Uh, it's. We should not be losing people at 60, man. No, and I you mean, know? George Michael's 50. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I think we're we're getting camera who was posted on Facebook today. So like if you're if you're kind of in our age range and you know your heroes were from the fifties, sixties, and seventies, gonna be a rough next couple of years for you. Twenty sixteen has taken a lot of heat, but yeah, I, I got a feeling it's not gonna get any easier. Yeah, um, our child. I think uh, uh, we both listened to Hollywood Babylon, and Kevin and Ralph said it best is our child this is the beginning of our childhood starting to die yeah and that's that's a rough thing to uh to think um yeah first i mean i'll do respect to kenny baker but first like main cast member above the credits cast member yeah yeah to uh to above the title away. i should say yeah so oh, it sucks it I, th- does. I think people i think people forget like Yes, she's mainly known for Princess Leia, and Star Wars has become such a cultural icon, cultural touchstone at this point. People forget like how revolutionary the character of Princess Leia was. She wasn't a damsel, man. She kind of in the first movie, but not really. Not re- when, when push what? came to shove, she got feisty. I was thinking about it on the way over. I think Leia's best moments are mostly in the first movie. Um, yes. Because she establishes right off the bat, she is not to be trifled with. She is not. She may be a princess, but she is by no means a damsel in distress. No, knows her way around the blaster. Yeah, that was something that hadn't been seen. Sure, at that time, and like the way we kind of grew up with Star Wars, I didn't know what the concept of a damsel in distress was till I, you know, started playing Super Mario Brothers. I was gonna say <laughs> that might be the, that might be the one that that uh, kind of reintroduced it. Sure, yeah. Leia was a uh, yeah. Leia was feisty and um, strong character. Yeah, she got nerfed a little bit later on, but just a little. Like yeah. she kind of leads the she leads the pack after Han gets put in Carbonite and Empire. Yeah, and uh, in Jedi, obviously she's she's a commander. On, on, yeah, you know, she's for all for from what we've seen of her. She if she is not the leader, she is one of the leaders of the rebellion. Yeah, and she was you know portrayed. Rather perfectly yeah, by Carrie Fisher, who no who one related. else. There's no one else who could play that role. Yeah, she, you know, she, uh, she had the attitude when she needed it. She could be, you know, tender when she needed it. She, you know, she sold those love scenes with Harrison Ford, yeah. man. Well, it all worked. We kind of found out that didn't take, didn't yeah. take a lot of selling. Yeah, that came out um, in her book. Her book yeah, that just came out. Yeah, it's. I mean, she didn't. Uh, she she had some rough years. Sure, uh, she was a huge advocate for for mental illness. Mm-hmm. Advocate for you know diagnosing and proper treatment of mental illness. Um, you know she was just a an icon of um just beyond film. She was. I'd, a I'd say she's icon. she's uh, she's uh, she's she's an icon for strength in a way. Yeah. Like you know she overcame a lot of stuff, a lot of habits. Rough years, like you said, and you know she came out okay, and, and she, she maintained a sense of humor through it all. And you know how many how many people can really say that? Yeah, you know. It's so, just, 
it, it is. It's 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 terrible, especially when it feels like you know she was just kind of at the beginning of kind of a call it a resurgence or whatever. Yeah, but like, you know she yeah. had this new book coming out, and Star Wars is back, and she's in. I think I think she filmed her scenes in her, Episode Eight. Yeah, her so, shooting for Episode Eight, I heard on ABC News, was completed. So, so and now not you know like after that, yeah. that's it. No more. Except unless there's CGI involved, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a bummer. It's it it's terrible. It sucks. Totally sucks. Yeah, it just it it doesn't feel like enough just to talk about like just Star Wars and whatnot. I mean, honestly, it's what with, we know. With yeah, it's what we know, and and for the impact that it's had on our lives, it's like what we can relate to mostly. But let me ask you this, just really quickly: uh, favorite Carrie Fisher non-Star Wars film? It's going to sound really silly, but it's, you know, it, it, it's a small role, but I just, because I love the movie so much as a kid, I will always remember her as being the mom in the burbs with Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes. That's... I know it's so silly. <laughs> oh, no, that's a great role. But like, you know why it's so weird is because I saw it when I was a kid and I knew Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, yeah. Princess Leia in this movie. And she is like quintessential soccer mom. Like she's she so, she's more mom than ever. And it's so weird. It's just so yeah. weird because it's only that movie was only made like four or five years after after uh, uh, Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, and she looks way older. She cut her hair all short. Yep. It was so weird. Yeah, but I'll never forget it. <laughs> As a result of that, I actually forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, the, I know the, it's so weird. But the two I thought of um, off the top of my head, the gimme is kind of when Harry met Sally. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic in that. Um, but also. A little bit of a lesser-known film. Did you ever watch The Man with One Red Shoe? No. Tom Hanks? No. It's Tom Hanks, Jim Belushi, Carrie Fisher. It's it's hysterical. All right. It's funny 80s movie. Um, I definitely recommend it. She's got a part in that. She was really good in that. Um, so, yeah. Might have to watch that. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> after we get done with this, I'm probably going to go and watch Star Wars. But It's always a good time to watch Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, it's, emotions are still kind of raw at this point. Yeah. So. Tough. It's it, it sucks. It definitely caught me by surprise today. Uh, what more can you say, dude? Huge. And, and to use the parlance of, of, of some of our uh, podcasting heroes, huge bucket of win. Yes. Epic, epic bucket of win. Yeah. Um. Obviously, tributes are coming out from all of uh, all of Hollywood and whatnot. Yes. I know Mark yes. Hamill's, you know, broken up and whatnot. So, it yeah. might, just uh, you know, appreciate your your icons and your heroes, kids, because you know, no one lasts forever. So, yeah, I, I post on Facebook earlier today, and I think I'm just going to read that because really, all the words. It's I, probably a good I way to say. sum it up. Um, yeah, what I posted was, you never knew this, but when my grandfather died, you were there for me. When my parents got divorced, you were there for me. When my father died, you were there for me. When Bill died and so many other hardships, you were there for me. You were a major part of something that allowed me to escape those pains and heartbreaks, even if just for a little while. I was able to find some shelter in those st- from those storms in a galaxy far, far away. Daughter, actress, author, mother, artist. You were many things in this life, but to me, you'll always be royalty. Thank you, and rest well. Well said, man. I don't think I can offer much more than that. Yeah. So, so that being said, um, on to our regularly scheduled program, as they say. 
Uh, but yeah, bummer. She will be missed, man. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is the man whose album just, whose band just released the soon-to-be classic, A Long, Cold, Dark Christmas. Mr. Drew Celestino. Oh, we, we would never do that. <laughs> I would pay good money for that album. It would just be us... Crapping all over Christmas songs and and Christmas in general, which I, I can't do. I'm a festive guy. I think kind of. seriously, you need to do that album just so you can have an album called "The Long Cold, a Dark, Long Christmas. Cold Dark Christmas." Well, maybe next year. We'll see. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. How you doing? Oh, yeah. Coffee's good. Coffee is good. Coffee's good. Week is over. Well, it's a good thing that you are drinking coffee that uh, has a bit of my homemade Baileys in it because I'm feeling real festive. Because this is as as it as we kind of established last week. On yeah, the we show, discussed last week. Uh, we are still pre Christmas, even though the show is being posted post Christmas. That's correct. It is the 23rd, and uh, I'm feeling festive, so I've got my homemade Baileys going on in my coffee. Yes, I, I kind of want to drink it on the rocks just because it's that kind of <laughs> that that kind of delicious, and. Um, you rejected the beer nog, though. I did. That's a shame, and man. That's, that's that not, went over. That went over huge at the office today. I know. I know. Listen again. It's not a personal affront to you. It's fine. Just crap I, all over my tradition. Sorry. Right. I am not a fan of <laughs> nog. I'm sorry. My wife loves it. I hate. I hate regular eggnog. When I made this recipe a few years back, and now it's just, now it's a Celestino staple. Yeah, I'm I'm sold. All right, still can't drink the regular carton crap. That's that's that, no good. Yeah, that's but fine. this this time make it fresh. I was it's it's off the charts, man. I was introduced to eggnog in college. I was introduced to eggnog and it's a wonderful life at the same time. One of them, I well, you hate that too. So I do not hate it's a wonderful <laughs> life. I just don't classify it as a Christmas movie. Jimmy Stewart's rolling over in his grave. I don't think there's enough of them left to roll over in his grave. <laughs> Donna Reed too. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we are again. It is Christmas Eve Eve. Yes, as of this recording, that is correct. Um, we've got we're doing a little earlier than we normally do in nights. We got a big night planned of you know games and requisite and games and, and foods. sort of like a pseudo birthday party for the three birthday people. Kinda your wife, me, and uh, Alan. Alan waiters. 
So help me God if Alan Bale's on us. Uh, I will literally... So I will we could we will video if Alan Bales on I brought his Christmas present. If Alan Bales on us, we will go out on your front lawn. I will set his Christmas present on fire. We will video it and wow. we will post on the Facebook site. So um if he vac if he if he does not show up, does he vacate does he forfeit a game? No. His he sent his questions in. But still, this is a huge breach of protocol. <sighs> I'm aware of that. All right. But will will, will the, we the take it into account? Separate. Should no. there be a game seven? No, no. Okay. no you can't. All right. All right. Can't you can't judge. Okay. I'm just saying we're at we're in this in this instance, we are the Roger Goodell. I know. I and, understand. And that. and you know, there is a code of conduct policy. And you know <laughs> if he's in violation of the code of conduct policy, the yeah. band hammer's gotta come down. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. suspensions will be given out. <laughs> Oh uh, man, how was your week, sir? Not bad, not bad. Um, uneventful. But before before we get into that, uh, it is it is uh, the post Christmas episode, but it's still before Christmas. So, um, with, without further ado, oh, what, ma- 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 Merry Christmas, sir. Oh, dude, you got you little, little uh, rustling of different kind of paper. Uh, yeah, look at that Star Star Wars wrapping paper. This is some some gorgeous. Star Wars wrapping. Paper. That is a that is a it's kind of like a, a Star Wars argyle pattern. I would wear that Christmas oh, sweater. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would wear a full three piece suit made of this pattern. We should inquire about making this happen. <laughs> yes, yes, we should. Um, I'm kind, I'm not gonna. Lie, I'm kind of scared to open it. You should be given as to what your present was. Oh, I'm. Well, well, you're the pictures that you cherish oh. so diligently. Yes, yes. We, we had some requests to oh, see those pictures. <laughs> um, unfortunately, yes. they are they are terrible eighties Polaroids. We can and scan we'll them, not scan. Them. Oh, we. So maybe we'll scan like one or two of them. Oh, maybe. I think the choice ones need to be seen. <laughs> I'll let you decide which ones are the choice. Anything ones. with Death Stars and ATATs in it. Oh, sir. So, based on what I heard last week on the show. I hope that this completes whatever set you were after. My my Funko Pop set of Street Fighter characters is complete. Cami and Dan, sir, thank you so you are welcome, very sir. Very much. I you Excellent. mentioned it, and I said, okay, this has to be rectified. Someone Excellent. someone has to make this right, and it will be me. Woohoo! That's awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Series one Happy is whatever. complete, with the exception of the uh, the con exclusive uh, hot Ryu pop, uh, which I'm not about to drop only fifty bucks. Yeah, on. sorry, I can't help you there. Maybe next year, Santa can. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. So, as you were it. saying, your week. Ah, the week. The week was uh, fairly uneventful, um, which is a uh, you know that's fine. That's that sounds good... like you know my normal week. Well, you know, no, there was no mandatory overtime involved, but. Um, Pretty pretty chillax. Uh, I did some last minute shopping uh, yes. at, at the mall, which was uh, which mall? The Galleria Mall. But did I you went. Go to so here's, here's the deal. Here, okay, hang on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. Up. I went on a day off because I took my last remaining days uh, on my from my work days off. Um, yes. And going to the mall uh, during the day when there's fewer people there is is refreshing. Going yeah. when it's a madhouse in the holiday season, no. no. Uh, so it was nice. It was okay. It was just enough. And yes, I did go to the Think Geek store. What'd you think? Impressive. 
most impressive. <laughs> Do you agree with me that there's very little middle ground between nice little tchotchkes and high-end, like, triple-digit purchase yeah, stuff? Yeah, but it's, it's basically, yeah, you know what it is? It's tchotchkes, t-shirts. Like, and neat then, and tchotchkes. Neat tchotchkes. Good tchotchkes. Tell me that Mega Man coaster set isn't pretty Sure, boss. great coaster set. And, a pin, and pin sets, toys, stationery. Nice little wall of Nintendo stuff. But, you know, it goes from like 12, 12 to $15, $30, okay, and then statuary, 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. you know? The, yeah, so I, I feel you there. But I, the fact that a store like that exists... It's still kind of cool. It's pretty cool, but it's also worrying a little bit. Do you feel a little dirty because it's owned by GameStop? Uh, no, 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 okay. it is what right. it is. Yeah. You know. Here's the capitalism. Well, slow down. But, uh... What I will say, it is a little, it makes me a little nervous. Why is that? Because I like all this stuff. You're thinking the bubble's going to pop? Yes. Okay. Well, Especially I mean, when you've got the Think Geek store selling Funko Pops and all the Star Wars and all the Marvel, but you've yeah. also got Spencer Gifts and Hot Topic and FYE also selling all yeah. this same stuff, which tells I, me it's a, it's a pop cultural uh, phenomenon and those don't last long. Yeah. I think we're just past the crest of the Funko Pop popularity. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with. Sure. Because, you like what you like. It's yeah, fine. Things come and go. Um, I I like the the company Funko is very diverse in their product line. They're not just the, the pop figures. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine. But as far as... Because I've noticed, like, the more mainstream stores, like you mentioned, FYE, have kind of started to slightly shrink their selection just a little bit. So I uh, I still I still think it's got a couple of years left in it. Well, I don't I don't mean Funko because, specifically. I mean because the I nice mean, thing I, about Funkos is the, like you don't buy them for so much action figure. Sure, no, stuff. They're, they're, they're display pieces. They're display pieces. They look cool on your desk at work. My, uh, my 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 desk is running out of space very quickly. I got Dark Knight Returns Batman. All right, he's so grumpy looking. Of course he is. Uh, my overall point though was not so much Funko Pops. I mean all of this stuff in general. Yeah, no, I get you. I get I'm you. worried. I'm going to love comics, and I'm going to love Star Wars, and I'm going to love sci-fi and, and all this stuff forever. Yeah. But it's very... Uh, I'm living in a time when that stuff was frowned upon. Now it's celebrated, and I'm wondering how much longer it's got in, on the celebrated pedestal. I, I think it'll find like a happy medium Maybe. between two times. Also, you have to remember, think back to the time when like it was a, kind of like a wasteland like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. We got Marvel Knights out of that. We did get Marvel Knights out of that. And you know what? I Not, to, not for nothing. I would almost welcome, maybe, that, maybe not the right word, but I yeah. would almost welcome another uh, dark time for Marvel mm. so that they can write the ship. Because I don't like their product line right now in the comics, by and large. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry. Uh, so that was that's most of the week. Um, I did some Japaning with... Uh, uh, Jay Gelsomino yes. last evening. Um, he, he texted me my my invitation was not rescinded. Good. You should yeah. definitely attend. I, it's it's going to be a happening. We're going to do it here. Okay. Uh, Wednesday evening. Wrestle Kingdom 11. It's for real. All right. Kenny Omega. I should be Main able to event. I'm Alrighty. excited. If, if any of our listeners spoils that for me Wednesday, there will be blood. I'm just going to put that out there because it is it happening in Japan 10 to 12 hours before ah. I wake up. Yeah, yeah. So, spoilers okay. off. And I also decided, this is part of the week, I also decided, 
as of yesterday, that with my little uh, Christmas break from work, I think I'm going to go ahead and tackle the G.I. Joe, the movie intro song cover. You mentioned this. I'm excited about that. I think this might happen. I, 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 last year, I, I took it upon myself to cover Shinsuke Nakamura's original uh, New Japan theme song, yes. which arguably is superior. And uh, that was my little project for the Christmas break, and I successfully did so. And it, if you want to check that out, just uh, search on the YouTubes for uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, King of Song Style, <laughs> and you'll see hopefully you see my video. So this year, I think I need a little something, and that, that G.I. Joe song is, I think it's attainable. I, I have a humble request. Uh-oh. And if this request can't be fulfilled, I have a humbler sub-request. My humble request is that I be allowed to read the G.I. Joe mission statement. Can you do a gruff voice like that? G.I. Joe, America's specially trained special missions force. You already derped it. But we'll, well, get, yes, we'll get you a script. Uh, yeah, sure. We can make that happen. Yay! Yeah, okay. It's mission to defend freedom against the ruthless terrorist organization Cobra. You're mixing things up, but that's okay. I, I'm just giving we'll you, you a we'll sampling of the voice, not you know memorization of the script, sir. Stock is falling. <laughs> Shut up. And then today uh, was my le- half day at work, and um, basically everyone came in just to get hammered. So I brought in uh, I brought in the homemade Baileys. I brought in the beer nog. Uh, we had mimosas going all morning. There were donuts. There were bagels. There were breakfast sandwiches. Very little work got done. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a good time today at the office. Anyway. That's good. That is the week. Awesome. You, sir? Uh, you know what? As far as like uh, mandatory overtime weeks go, this Things got to change here, man. This one. Well, yeah, <laughs> we, we had a, uh, uh, they do this, sur- they do this survey every year of the employees to gauge like, you know, how happy we are as employees. Oh, this is your chance to stick it to them. They had a they had a meeting this week, um, going over some of the lower score aspects of the the survey, and many voices were raised about the annoyance behind this mandatory overtime. Um, on it again next week, if I had to guess, if I was a gambling man, I would probably bet at least first two weeks in January as well. But that doesn't matter to me so much because I am off the second week of January. There you go. Um, but no, as far as like a mandatory overtime week goes, some stuff happened on Tuesday. Uh, season two. This is going to sound weird. Uh, season two of Street Fighter five began. Okay. Which consisted of um, Akuma being released for the game. And I've tried him out and he's a lot of fun. I'm seriously thinking I'm going to put some time into him and he may replace depending on how mediocre I do with it, he may replace Alex as my main. Is Actually, question about Akuma. Really quick, before we get to that question, prior to that, um, Sunday, I got a new fight stick. Wow, another one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you, are you being judgmental as I look over at the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guitars that hey, I know are not even all of your guitars? Look. Those have different purposes, uh-huh. different tunings, yeah, yeah. different ap- applications. Yeah, yeah, get to your question about Akuma. Okay. Uh, is he overpowered compared to the rest of the cast? It seems like he should be. 
Uh, you don't want to overpower a character in modern fighting games. You no, want, I understand you that, want but as balanced a roster as possible. How do you balance a character like that though? When he in the mythos, he's you know super super hardcore. Well, you know, just to just to give an example of how he's kind of balanced out. Like for example, Ryu's uh, Hadouken is fireball. Yeah, goes full screen. Uh, Akuma has two fireballs. The you could say the easier to pull off, which is just the traditional uh, fireball motion down forward. Yep, only goes like half screen. Okay. Um, so there are different aspects of him that yes, he at at first glance he's an extremely powerful character. Like, but it seem it almost seems like you got to burn a lot of meter to really ratchet up his damage. Okay. Um. So that happened, and then the season two happened, which uh, changes were made to every character in the roster. Some characters were buffed. Other characters were nerfed. Um, I'm happy to say that my main character, Alex, was indeed buffed. Um, so it's some fun using him. So that happened Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday, I watched a really good movie on Netflix. Oh? This movie called Spectral. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. It's, think, uh, sci-fi action, very okay. much akin to Aliens and Predator. Okay. It was really good. I highly recommend it. All right. You should check it out. Are Aliens or Predators in it? Kind of. So there is some kind of foreign menace of some kind. Yes. Okay. It's not necessarily an alien, okay. but... It's, no spoilers. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for her. I think okay. you, I think you would legitimately really enjoy this movie. All right. Spectral. 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 Yes. Got it. And has also has my uh, my second favorite uh Batman voice actor, very close actually to Kevin Conroy, Bruce Greenwood. What did he play Batman in? He played Batman in Under the Red Hood. Oh. And also the Young Justice series. Okay. So he's an is superb Batman. He's good in this movie, too. Um, did, got my Christmas shopping done. Good thing. Yep. It's only, you know, the tomorrow and, and Sunday, so. Well, you know, we're guys. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm told. I, this was last minute as you could get yeah. this year. So I got. Waiting on a package right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finished off Julie, which is pretty much all I had to do. I That's the like, priority. I, I look at. Christmas shopping for a person where you're buying multiple gifts like a meal. You've got your side dishes and you've got your main course. I I, I subscribe to the same uh, theory here. I I had the side dishes all taken care of. I needed to get the uh, the, the main course. Needed a protein in there, and I and I did. Okay, I did. Good job. Actually, one thing I got her that you will appreciate is uh, we can spoil this at this point, right? Yeah, the, this is not going to post live for Christmas. Um, I got her a a Stranger Things T-shirt. Ah, from a uh, Hot Topic. Excellent. She like she texted me a picture of one she's like if you have if you need any additional gift ideas for me you know i kind of like wink this. wink i had already purchased one for her. oh the look same at, one look at that not the same i personally i feel the one i got her was a little bit better oh you know what i gotta do crap mm. my um, rap presents no no oh. i had my mom do that <laughs> which is because i i can't rap sir oh no. i can i'm a good rapper no i if I've got a roll, a full roll of wrapping paper and a full roll of duct tape, I can maybe wrap a CD. Wow! Um, yeah, I'm it's really, really easy, man. I, you know what? I'm just I'm not good at it. We'll have a. Um, I'll teach you. 
This is what I got to do. Because I'm sure she wrapped in like a traditional clothing box. Uh-oh. I'm going to unwrap it out of that. I'm going to get a box of Eggos. That's Take a good idea. the waffles that out. A, that's roll a, the shirt up. Put it in the Eggo box. Wrap the Eggo box. This is a great idea. Boom. Look at me. Can, can you wrap the Eggo box? Yeah, you you put you take the waffles out. Can you, you wrap the Eggo box? I cannot. <laughs> you have a day to do this, by the way. I can get it done. You've, you've got... I can get it done. Rough, because, you've got because maybe lot, 36 hours to pull this off. Because a lot of Julie's presents are still at my mother's house. Okay. Because right. I haven't had an opportunity to go over and get them yet. Okay. So what I will do, because I'm going to pick them up tomorrow. Make the call. Yep, I okay. will just stop at like, you know, a grocery store or something, grab a box of Eggos. Throw them away. Throw the egos away. <laughs> um, yeah. Good call. That's going to have to happen. That's a good idea. I, um, I think I like that it. was that was pretty much uh, my week. All I right. was so mentally dusted at work today. Well. I was just like staring at the screen and numbers are dancing around like sugar plum fairies. Shake off the cobwebs. We got a show to do. We do uh, have a show to do. I have a quick addendum to my week, though. Um, What's up? I brought it up last week. Uh, and uh, I'm happy to say that I felt I followed through. I finished uh, the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past for the oh god upteenth time. I don't even know. I've beaten this game so many times, but this time I did actually get all the heart pieces and all the items and completed the game entirely. All right. So that was a, that's a little benchmark for me. And the blue wand is completely worthless. I just want to put that out there. The blue the blue wand is beyond worthless in that game. It, it's it's an optional item, and you, even if you get it for completion's sake, you'll never use it. So yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll go with you on that. Um, I I am checking Facebook, uh, for for I'm sure what all of you will know by now at the time this comes out. Yeah. Right before, hopefully, it's the situation improves. <sighs> right before we started recording, it was it was reported that Carrie Fisher suffered a heart attack aboard a plane. Uh, fortunately, it was right before the plane landed. She was able to receive medical attention. As of now, she's still in critical condition. So, By the I, time this show goes live, I hope that her condition has improved and we're not going to yeah. be adent- uh, amending this episode with bad news. Because 2016, you've done enough. Yeah. Please. Please don't take Princess Leia 2. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, t- I posted a just simple hashtag, hope for Carrie. Oh, so, see what you did there. Yeah. Um, okay, so folks, if you want to tell us about your week, if you want to communicate with us, if you want to ask us questions, <laughs> dear Carl and Drew, we've gotten hate mail, we've gotten love letters, we get it all here at the Devil's Do. If you would like to become part of that fun, you can find us at the following places in social media. At Twitter, you can find us at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the devil's do pod at gmail.com and you can find all these great resources for us at our website the devil's do podcast.com that being said boom it is time for game six of viewer of listener questioning cross-examination world series between mr alan waiters and mr j gel Samino. Allen uh, has the lead. Allen is up three games up to two right now. Three games to two. It is a must-win game <laughs> for both of them. It's a literal must-win game for Jay at this point. Yes, uh, there's um, no no joking about it. It no. is a must-win. Win or go home. 
So, do you remember who... We always forget who we, who let off. I think Alan let off last week. Alan let off last I week? I think. Okay. Jay will lead off this week, then. We're, we're a finely tuned uh, governing body of this, tur- <laughs> of this uh, tournament. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Question for both of us. Let's go. A-dubs. You've been given full... Con- no, this is Jay. Oh, this is Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jay. <laughs> like I said... <laughs> Finely tuned machine here at the Devil's Due. We're easily as good as the NFL. <laughs> You've been given full control over the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. Oh. You are the general manager. Yes. You have to oversee both rosters and coaching staffs. You can only use characters from movies to fill these spots. You can even cross-pollinate from other sports. So if you think the Monstars from Space Jam would be a good second power play line go for it so build your dynasty this is way too much to take in um wow yeah well we're the general manager right do we yeah. do, do we have to pick the coach yep that's the way coaches, it works in, in good organizations not said, not in buffalo's organizations yeah, but he said coaches are okay yeah i'm gonna say bill's coach go Oh me? Yes. Oh, um, this is us here. We got to work together. <sighs> Do you have an answer? Let's go with Al Pacino from Any Given Sunday, because it's Al Pacino. That's a good poll. Better yet, that's a good poll. Forget that, Al Pacino from uh uh uh. No, uh, no. no. All right. Well, Al Pacino. I Al, got. I got one Al Pacino, for me. I got one for me. Al Pacino. Okay. From um, the the lawyer devil movie. Devil's Advocate? Yes, there you go. That Al Pacino. I want him. So you want Satan? Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. And then for the Sabres head coach, uh, Emilio Estevez. There you go, Mighty Ducks. God, that's, that's, that's right. He turned them right. around. For the Bills head coach, I'm going to go with Denzel Washington from Remember the Titans. Okay. Um, for the Sabres head coach, I'm going with Jules from Pulp Fiction. There is, if you go online, kids, <laughs> go on YouTube yes, and search yeah. this. Yes. Um, so I'm Just because you dress like the gimp don't mean you got to play like him. I, I have to say, I'm a little um, surprised that you did not go for Kurt Russell and Miracle for your head coach. Well, you know. Uh, Too easy pull? Yeah. Okay. I feel like Jules would be a, be- a better motivator. Yeah. Yeah. Englewood Jack. Yeah. Roster wise, that's, I mean, come on, that's. Wow. We could be here all... That could be the whole show. Yeah. I mean, where do you even begin? I'm... I'm going with the Avengers for my offensive You know, I was thinking about that myself. And you know what? They can play... (laughs) I'm going to do something here. They can play Iron Man football. They can play both offense and defense. Iron Man football. See what I did I see exactly what you did there. That's good. Yeah. Um, You realize Foggy... Has to be on the Sabres, right? Because he was a mighty duck. <laughs> He's got to be on the team. That's that's genius. I mean, th- th- this is us we're talking about. I, you know what? You know who I'm making my goalie? Go on. Matt. Good Reflexes. Sees the shot before it even happens. Yeah, yep. I like it. Making Daredevil my goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even have to see the puck. He knows where it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's a good that's a good call. That's a great call. Yeah, my um 
my my main line is going to be foggy. <laughs> oh boy, this is tough. You you I got nothing, man. Like I said, you could like you said we we would be here all night trying to pick yeah. these 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 lineups. But at least we we should be able to at least put a starting five on the ice. Uh, out of all of fiction, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sure. Use think of it this way: use the ice hockey formula, the Nintendo ice hockey. Ah, go with a big, medium, and a small. Okay, big, you got, medium, you need and a your small. small, fast guy. Oh boy, small, fast guy. Um. Let's go with Sylvester Stallone. From? Doesn't matter. Small, fast guy. <laughs> I, You know what? I'm taking Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. There's my Kurt Russell. Okay. I'm just throwing him in anywhere. All right. Uh, for my fat guy, I'm going to go with... Uh, Manu Manu from Unnecessary Roughness. Big Manu Manu the Slender. That's correct, sir. That is correct. He will be checking people into yeah. the upper decks. Yep. Big Manu Manu the Slender. Terrible movie, yet I love it. Yeah. No, it's, you could say a lot for, you know, 90s sports movies. Yes. Terrible movie, but I love it. That, that's exactly right. Yes. All right. All right. Moving yeah, on. We could go on forever. We could, and we, we've, we'll, uh, we've belabored the point I, already. I think the coaches are yeah. the, most, oh, yeah. the most important. So yeah, either Denzel Washington or, you know, maybe Admiral Akbar. Ooh. Maybe. He would see the, he would see the disguised defense right yes. away. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay, Drew, your question. Which also works in hockey, by the way. Yes. <laughs> you play the Devils. Trap it's, the a, park. it's a trap. <laughs> okay, Drew, your question. Go on. This is a sex, Mary kill. Ooh. I apologize in advance for the agonizing Sophie's choice, but I want to make <laughs> you work this week. Oh, come on. Patrick Stewart. Ooh. John Goodman or Peter Weller. Sex, Mary kill. <sighs> I am going to marry Patrick Stewart. Really? Yes. That's surprising. Oh, could you not imagine spending your life with that man? But given the the RoboCop hang on. fan you are, hang all, on. Right, all, hang right, on. all right, I mean, I know, I think I know how the rest of this is going to go. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let me flip this around for you. Actually, now all that right. I'm now that I'm thinking about it, all right. We got a fifty fifty shot on the on the sex and the Mary here, so I'm gonna just let's let's reconfigure a little. I'm going to marry John Goodman because he's a good dude. He's, he's a good, he's, 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 good, a, he's good a good man. man. <laughs> See? See? I didn't want to be so obvious. But yes, by all accounts, he's, he's, a, he's a good man. And we already know through his years on Roseanne, he's a good husband. That's, that's right. That character is, uh, Dan, Dan's a good dude. Good man. I, I will have a romp, sir, with, with Sir Patrick Stewart because I'm sure it's a, it's a time that man knows things. I know it. You know it. I he's, know it. He's going to make it so. He <laughs> Engage. Um, I got to tell you. Seriously? Weller's got to go. Look, here's why. Have you ever seen Peter Weller like in an interview or anything like that? Yeah. He's a real intense guy. 
Yeah. That's a little scary. I'd be worried. I'd be very <laughs> concerned over 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 having a, a a toss in the hay with Mr. Peter Weller, and I certainly would be afraid to spend every waking moment with him for the rest of my life. Because he's... Look, That's I love the man, but he's scary. <laughs> That's surprising. I know. All right. Okay. I'm playing the odds here. He might kill me in my sleep. It could okay, happen. Well, he'll, he'll fix you. He fixed everything. See, see, that's the thing, though. I could kill Dead him. Dead or alive, you're coming with him. Dead or alive. <laughs> he's, he's coming on you. What? Sorry. Hey, now. Hey, now. Family show or I, something. I had, no, I had a funny innuendo, <laughs> and you just made it gross. Yeah, well, one of us had to. It was there. Low-hanging fruit and, and whatnot. Carl. Yeah. Yes. A dimensional portal opens up, and the Fellowship of the Ring winds up in Westeros. Oh, jeez. Whoa. In a case of mistaken identity, Boromir is executed in error, and Ned Stark lives. <laughs> How does the Fellowship join forces and work with the House Stark to uh. right the wrongs done by the evil Lannisters? Trust me, Drew, this actually makes sense. It, it does. I trust him. This is, well, seeing as you, you like neither Lord of the Rings nor Game of Thrones. This is correct. Um, hmm. Hmm. A lot of walking is going to be involved. In a Lord of the Rings scenario? No. Yeah, I can't imagine that. You know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag show prep. Yeah. Well, I think I think Ned... The, obviously, the one ring is going to come into play. Because Frodo has the one ring. I, I think ultimately they, they fail and that um, uh, Tyrion, I'm so bad with names. Pe- Peter um, Dinklage, that's Peter yeah, Dinklage, Peter right? Peter Dinklage, okay. I'm so bad with the names on, on Game of Thrones. He ends up with the One Ring. That makes sense from what little I know of these properties. <laughs> little. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> that's mean. That's not Who's taller, Frodo or, or Peter Dinklage? Um, Frodo. That's a, that's, Frodo. That's, hobbits, hobbits are not necessarily um, uh, little people per se. Right, but I mean, they're, they're small. They're but, small people. Yeah, right. But Is he's that, yeah, but he's he would be. You know how much taller I am than you? Sure. You are that's about how much taller he would be than. Okay. Yeah, that's about the difference in height. Don't, so we're talking about like maybe a foot. Don't they have like weird feet too? Yeah, they have big, uh, big hairy feet. What the they hell? don't what's, wear shoes. What's with that? They're just hobbit feet. That's it's, that's disgusting. It's part of. Part of the characters. That's the like, in all seriousness, dude, you should read Lord of the Rings. I'm good. I'm all good here. You you should... Swords and elves and crap. I'm not... Like... And yet I love Zelda. Oh, the irony of it all. <laughs> <laughs> so you love Zelda, yet you will not read the thing that inspired Zelda. Zelda was inspired by Z- uh, Shigeru Miyamoto uh, searching out the town when he was a boy. He wanted to go on adventures. Lord of the Rings inspired has somewhat of a hand in all modern fantasy. Lord of the Rings is the beginning. I guess of ultimately what I mean fantasy. is I don't really like fantasy very much. All right. That's fine. Why are we romanticizing about the era of the Black Plague? No bathing, no plumbing, no toilet paper. Just, just awfulness. You don't take those things into consideration. That's why it's called fantasy. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all good. All right. So those are Jay's questions. Okay. I think, uh, Mm. He swung. He swung hard. He swung hard. He swung hard. 
Now it's time for Alan's questions. Uh Uh-oh. Merry Christmas and happy Festivus, Carl and Drew. I hope you get everything you want this year. Buttering us up. Not going to work. Like the Red Rider BB gun and the mini (laughs) Ness. Yeah, he's... he's, It's kind of a a suck up there. (laughs) Um, Question for both of us. Like shaking the ref's hand before the coin toss. Yeah. (laughs) Question for both of us. Remember the 80s? (laughs) Yes. What is your favorite Christmas television special? Oh, wow. Example, Charlie Brown Christmas, Super Mario Brothers Christmas, Smurfs Christmas, G.I. Joe Christmas. Was there ever a G.I. Joe Christmas? Dude, I, I got a full disclosure. I don't remember. I, I really don't, don't know. Um, I'm, I'm trying really hard to think back to Christmas episodes of my youth, and nothing's coming up. Yeah. You um, know what I actually just watched the other night? Um, I watched. Hang on. I have an answer. Sorry, okay. interrupt No, you. go ahead, go ahead. The Batman the Animated Series Christmas episode. Which one? Uh, where they watch it, which, It's a Wonderful Life at the end. That is Christmas with the Joker. That one. Yes. Sure. I actually, the other night I watched the Justice League Christmas episode. Okay. Comfort and Joy. Yeah. Still roll a tear at the end of that every time. All right. Never saw it, but um, I'll trust you. The And I also watched uh, Holiday Nights. The the fourth season of Batman the animated series when it went through the redesign. Oh yeah. It's a series of vignettes. No, nah, I disagree. Hate on vignettes. some of the characters, Hate not all of them. Um it was a, like kind of a series of vignettes and that was a, a really really good episode. All right. Harley and Ivy uh get control of Bruce through Ivy's, you know, man manipulation. Yeah. And go on a shopping spree. All right. Uh, Batgirl stops Clayface at a mall. Um, yeah, this is a good episode. So watch those. So yours is the the Christmas with the joke. That is correct. Okay, my I mean Charlie Brown Christmas. You're okay. not. You're never going to be Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm a huge Peanuts fan too. So all right. Um, okay, that's as a youth. I could probably name some stuff as an adult, but yeah. I'm not going to. That wasn't the question. Uh, Drew. Yes. Being that it is Festivus. That's correct. What are your grievances that you would like to air? Oh. What was the most disappointing thing about 2016? Will you be performing a lot of questions here. <laughs> the feats of strength with Carl? No feats of strength. Um, I'm, I'm not uh, equipped feats of strength yet. Maybe next year. Um, grievances. Wow. Um, I have grievances, but none that I can air publicly necessarily. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I feel like if you know me, I've aired a lot of grievances very, very vocally to, to all of you over the last year. So, um, I guess my one grievance that I'll air to everyone here is to stop giving me a hard time about airing my grievances on days (laughs) other than now. I don't bottle it up till Festivus. I let you know right away how I'm feeling. And I, and I, I tend not to hold back. That's, that's fair. Um, Yeah. That's that's my airing of grievances. Disappointments this year. I mean, too too many to to name really. Yeah, I'm sorry to be not not to get on. We're not going to share code, folks. 2016 has been a rough year. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Strikes, gutters, ups, downs. Um, at least at least all the bands that I like have not disappointed me this year. So that's true. a lot of music, a lot of good music came out this year. I'm very happy yep. about. So, all right, and my question, Carl. Who is the greatest TV teacher? Would today's kids benefit from such a teacher, or do you think that those types of teachers just work for that era? Who was your favorite real-life teacher, and why? Uh, 
television teacher. Mm. Mm. I I gotta go. Even though the show was a little after my time, I still kind of watched it. Um, I gotta go with Mister Feeny. Mister Feeny, Boy yeah, Meets Boy World. Boy Meets World. Yeah. yeah, that's a little. That's before your time. It's like after mine, which is which no, is no, weird. Flip those. After your time, before mine? No, that yeah. can't be right. It was probably it was right during your time. Well, I was, think I'm in the same boat as you. Then, whereas I was, I was past it. Yeah, I think I'm in. Uh, yeah, but I, I still watch it. Kids younger than it. people. Kids, people younger than me reminisce about that show finally, and I don't really care. Yeah, eh, it was it was an okay show. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, Feeny, mainly because he was also the voice of of Kit in Knight Rider. Ah, yeah. makes sense. So, oh, another thing I got, Julie, a uh, Knight Rider USB car charger. Like you plug in, shows like you know. Remember like the display yeah. of Kit inside the car. So the three lines. She's in the, a Night Rider. She loves like, a lot of things. Julie loves would surprise you. Okay, like Goodfellas, one of her all time favorite films. That's that, well, duh. That should be yeah. every, that should be one of everyone's all time favorite films. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't expect that from Julie. Not necessarily, but that's good. But yeah, she loves Night Rider. She even watched the the newer Night Rider. So is, to it, the, a is, point. is it the car or was it the Hoff? I, you know what? I think it was a little combination of both. A little column A, a little column B. All right. Um, so, yeah. she'll Hopefully, she'll enjoy Mr. it. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Um, my favorite teacher, I'm going to go, I'm going to go elementary school, uh, high school, college. Okay. Because I think it's it's kind of hard to have one. Yeah. Sure. Um, elementary school had to be. Um, my first grade teacher, Miss Franz, just real Franz. Franz, um, just a real kind soul, great teacher. Um, was she married to Dennis Franz? No. Oh, uh, never, never made me feel less, which my second grade teacher did in extreme amounts. Um, so yeah, that was elementary school. Uh, High school was easily uh, Mr. Brady. He was my creative writing teacher. And he taught me a very important life lesson to always change perspective. All Don't right. get too comfortable with single perspective. You know, constantly change your perspectives. College, uh, easily my advisor throughout college, uh, Dr. Charles Franklin Beach, uh, my my advisor, as I majored in English, uh, did the best he could with me. I'm, I'm by my admissions, I'm not the best student in the world, but, uh, he, he, he did, you know, my feelings were by no means because of him. They were definitely because of me, but yeah, he was a great friend. And to this day, I like, we occasionally chat and good, uh, good friend and advisor. So Mr. Charles, Dr. Sorry, Dr. Charles Beach. All right. So, yeah, there it goes. Those are the questions. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I, I'm going to say something here that might ev- be a little controversial. Not every game is going to be a high-scoring affair. You know, sometimes you get those 6-3, to three, you know, slogs. I sense collusion. You sense collusion? I think Allen tossed up a softball because they want a game seven. They want to come down to game seven. Well... So I'm uh, see since I can't prove that. (laughs) 
I have to go based off of you know what what was presented. Yeah. Okay. What are you thinking? Um, I'm 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 I may or may not have been bought off last night. So my inclination is to give it to Jay. <laughs> Plus, I want that game seven. You were bribed. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I may have been bribed. <laughs> See, oh, at least emotionally. No, nothing actually like traded hands, but you know. Yeah. All right. I kind of want this to go seven, though, and I and, and not for nothing, but I I kind of would like it to go seven, and I would like them to be here live and live for the for the game seven. Gee, Drew, that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> Almost like something Jay said to me earlier. Oh God! You know what? You know what? I could be a real Scrooge about this. We're not Rochambeau. I could be a real Scrooge and say, Alan, then we Rochambeau, and you've never beaten me in Rochambeau. I haven't. It's terrible. But Alan's quest. Uh, okay, fine, fine. Jay, <laughs> game seven, folks. They will both be here next week. We Jay. Hope. Gelsomino and Alan Waiters live and in person. Okay, here's the thing. We might want to ask them about that first. But no, they'll be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like they got lives. Wow. Well, one has a child. I mean, you know. Nah. Okay. I have a child. I'm here every week. This is true. Yeah. Um, And Alan's on vacation now. This is also true. Yeah. Okay. Caveat to next week. Ooh. Gentlemen, pay attention. Because I will not let, obviously not let the series be decided by Rochambeau. So follow the standard (laughs) format for your questions. One question for both of us, one question for Drew, one question for Jay. But also come up with a tiebreaker question in the event that it's needed. This tiebreaker question will not be read unless it's absolutely necessary. Is the tiebreaker question for both of us or is it individual? or for both of us. So one in one question for both of us. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. And if okay. we still can't decide, they Rochambeau. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that wraps awesome. up the cross examination section of the show. There you go. Um no what again this week with it being the holidays, news no, is. N- news is um non existent. Although I heard I heard on our podcast some of the specs got released for the Switch. Did you hear about this? Um, I heard something or other. I I find I don't care. And what, apparently, as I feared, it doesn't perform as well uh, portably than it does. Um, that docked. I I found that that was actually misleading. Okay, all right. Because I, I will trust you. The percent here's I know when you I know the report you're talking about, and here's what they don't tell you in that it performs X amount slower on the handheld than it does when it's docked uh they're measuring the gpu output but that percentage change is due to the fact that the screen on the uh controller this whatever it is you know know, the the, The pad the pad is 720 most likely whereas it's going to be playing at 1080 on your tv so yes the gpu will be working harder to put it on your tv so yes it will not be performing as much when it is being viewed okay. on the pad but these are all guesses right now because i don't know that any of this information is yep. really official but either way i don't care i think people getting yeah. too worried about that um all you can all i care about with that is 
three to five hour battery life and a decent price point, and I'm happy. Yeah, I still think the battery life should be more than three to five hours. I think. I hope you don't have hours. a 3ds because that's what it is for the 3ds. So, yeah, and they sold 3DS. a they sold a bunch of those. So I don't think it's that big a deal. Okay, so that's that's news, kinda, more or less. <laughs> we had bad news, so you know, let's maybe maybe we don't want to yeah. delve too I'm deeply into the news. Facebook got no updates, which is a good thing. Um, okay, that brings us to this week's episode breakdown of Luke Cage. We're back Luke to Luke Cage. Cage. We're back, we are back from a galaxy far, far away. To rustle some papers. Yeah. I'm the only one rustling papers at the moment. I'm getting... There you go. There's your papers. Now, here's the thing. We Since we kind of decided to, to, to change up our discussion yeah, yeah. format, I find that I'm not taking as detailed notes as I was before. You know what I think it might have been? A lot I of it's no, up here now. No, no. You know what I think it might have been? This was a shorter episode. It was. By like 15 minutes. Um, roughly. 10. 10-ish. Yeah. yeah. So Maybe that, that's it. That might contribute to But yeah, I didn't, I didn't take a, a ton of notes either. Uh, this is episode 8. So should we just get into generalities? Uh, go ahead. But the yeah. title, I'm sorry. Episode 8, blowing up the spot. I have an interesting note here. Yeah. Season 1, part 2, question mark? Yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like this is the start. Like last episode, which again we loved, is one of the stronger episodes of the season. Seems to have closed out the, for obvious reasons, closed out the Cottonmouth arc. And this is the first episode of the Diamondback slash Mariah arc. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um,. Here's what this episode did before we get into the nitty gritty of it all. Yeah. This episode confirms my, th- this was the episode that, that, that pulled the Final Fantasy IX. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the hard left turn where everything you thought you knew was wrong and weren't, everything you were invested in. Uh, psych! We're going over here now. Yeah. Uh, don't do that to me. I don't like that. Yeah, you didn't want him to do that because, like, Diamondback was or Diamond, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth was such a great character, good character, and and they could have built it. I mean, again, we we went over it a couple weeks ago, but like, sure, their 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 conflict met a sort of resolution in a way where yeah, but it wasn't the resolution you were hoping for. No, that's correct. So now there's new conflict which addresses uh, a need for the story in that Luke needs a physical obstacle. Yeah. Because physically, like, it's been too easy for him up to this point. Yes. His his drawbacks or his weaknesses, if you will, have been more in his decision-making and, and paths he's chosen. There really hasn't been any physical opposition to him. This is true. But I guess what I would might wonder then is, did we need to put to bed the compelling villain? To bring in the cartoon character? No, I think we. Why couldn't both, we? Why yeah. couldn't they have kept Cottonmouth alive, given him access to the Judas bullets, and have things play out similarly yeah. to how they will from here on out? I, I think we can both agree. As much as we enjoyed uh, Luke Cage, the season would have been better served had Cottonmouth lived. Yes, I I think we're in agreement there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't know that like Cottonmouth was a fleshed out character. 
He had a lot of depth. He was the, the actor who p- portrayed him was great. Yeah. So there was a lot of uh, he was he was he was compelling. It was interesting. Yeah. Whereas now Diamondback is on the scene. Now we've heard about Diamondback before on the show. Yeah. He's kind of been like in the shadows. You know, we heard his name. Shades brings him up a few times. Now that we meet him, he's a cartoon character. I he, don't. He he eh. is a cartoon character. He is yeah, over the he's, top. He's more comic booky villain. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't. I don't mind him being that because we had like straight and serious with Cottonmouth and he's still like, yeah, I say he's a comic booky villain, but still he's a comic book villain within the realm of the Netflix Marvel continuity and that like he's not showing up, you know, with a cape. No, 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 but he's over the top and he's he's a little over the top. Yeah, I think. You know, like all great villains, he's Luke's shadow. He's Luke's opposite. And that kind of gets fleshed out in the fact that they are, you know, brothers. They are Right. Spoiler alert. They're yeah, brothers. They're, they're actually brothers. Um, can, I, can I mention something I noticed sure. like early in the episode? Yeah. Like when, when Diamondback catches up with the, the ambulance and flips it over with a grenade. Yeah. I, I, I gotta, we got to talk about all Streets this. in New York City, amazingly empty. Yeah. Yeah. And why I mean empty, I mean like ghost town it's almost as if they you know blocked off a few blocks for shooting yeah uh, it's like can we get some civilians running although observation on that because i made a note of it um as the episode goes on it must be like really 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 late at night because by the end of the episode it's the daytime yeah and they were up all night chasing each other around yeah so um either either there's a serious continuity gaffe here in the show or the events of the show took place very, very late. Very in the late to early morning. No, I agree with that. Um, I don't think it's continuity. Era. No, I wouldn't I think it's. I wouldn't think, I think so. it's by design. I hope so. Um, we get some character development in this episode of, I would say, Luke and Misty. Um, between, Misty, between each other, or not between each other, just in general. Obviously, we get some character development with Luke because we get some more of a little bit more of his past flushed out a little, not much. Yeah. Not much because that's going to go into in the later episodes, but also Misty's character kind of makes change because Misty gets kind of brought to, uh, I don't want to say like a breaking point, but she loses a little bit of control in this episode. Can I, yeah, let's, let's get into that. So she, she like in, in throughout the course of the events of the show, she, Luke is now implicated for the murder of Cottonmouth. Yeah. Uh, Shades has framed him, etc. Yep. Misty is is tasked, not tasked, but she finds out over the phone while she's meeting with Luke to get him to come in to talk about what yeah. happened, that they found the evidence, so found- now she's there to arrest <laughs> Luke. How how apropos, given given the anniversary, they found a bloody glove. Uh, uh, <laughs> and they were yellow, though. Luke Cage, yellow shirt. See what they did there? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Um, so... She has now has to arrest him, and you know, then then Diamondback attacks, and it gets yeah. all crazy. And then Misty ends up arresting Claire, kind of, or for like a aiding and abetting. I, I don't think it, she was necessarily arrested. She was brought in for questioning. She's brought in for questioning. Yeah, Misty loses her cool against Claire, who she kind of like they've met before. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It seems a little out of character for Misty to just like snap like that. I think. I get she's frustrated. Yes, it is out of character, but it works in the story in that she's been kind of brought to this point by everything that's gone wrong. Like, 
you know, she, you know, they brought in Conmouth. They had to let him go. She caught flack for that. Yeah. You know, scarf. Mariah throws no, I, scarf I, in her face, like brutally throws scarf in her face early in the episode. Yeah. So she's dealing with a lot of stuff. She gets like put on her knees at gunpoint. And that, you know, can't be. No, good. no. I, so I think it, they they give you reasons for why Misty reacts to Claire the way she does. Fair enough. And, I, I, it, but it's certainly an extreme reaction yeah. to a friendly face. Well, friendly yeah, to us. They weren't being friendly in that scenario. No. Like, Claire was giving Misty the business. Well, Claire knows what's going on. And I think I also have a note here that it was a real missed opportunity for a Matt cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Defenders. Defenders. Well, I, I know. Yeah, I'm with you, though. That, you know what? That brings me to another point. More Matt the um, better. We... We see another, we do, uh, even though we miss out on a Matt cameo, we get another Daredevil cameo from Fisk's lawyer. Now, oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm thinking in Defenders, we're going to see, maybe it's Sigourney Weaver's character. I don't know. But we're going to see a character that is kind of pulling the strings from deep in the shadows of like Cottonmouth, Diamondback, Fisk, whoever the you know, the villain in Iron Fist is going to be. I'm thinking they're kind of just giving you a little, little, little tip of the hat here and there. Do you have any theories who it might be, no. given our comic book nerdery? No. Who's, I, who could possibly be above all of those characters? Well, you got to remember, like, all right, Cottonmouth is, if you're looking at, like, the ranking of organized crime, Cottonmouth is essentially a street-level captain. Okay. Fisk is not the Fisk we know in the comics yet. He's on his, he's on his he's way. He's on his way. He's well on his way. He's on his way, but he doesn't have that level of power yet. I don't know. He did have it for a little while there oh, before there was, he got put in prison. There's something in news. Uh, D'Onofrio confirmed Fisk will not be in Defenders. I didn't. Which, that's, it's sort of surprising. Disappointing. He could be lying, though. Let's hope. Maybe. Let's hope. Maybe. Um, so... I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm really interested to see, because I thought for Defenders, it was going to be Fisk in control of the hand, because I think clearly the hand's going to be in it. Sure. They got that giant hole they got to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers um, for Daredevil Season 2. So, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Okay. Well, back, to, back to where we currently are. Yeah. So, yeah. I think missed opportunity for a Mac cameo. We get the, the uh, Fisk's lawyer cameo we also see in this in this episode that mariah's for you know to borrow some parlance from our previous episode mariah's turn to the dark side is kind of complete in this episode, more or less yeah because she pair, pays off uh what's your candace. name candace candace yeah she pays off candace and shades is like what if she talks and mariah's just like well then we'll have to kill her and everyone yeah around her. that and was she seems like perfectly fine with that yeah and shades is kind of you know a little, little proud at, at his creation <sighs> can we talk about shades real quick i our our opinion differs on shades so but i'm still ahead. i'm still in on shades and now he's getting extra creepy i i like him i like that he is smart enough to know where the tide is going and to kind of adjust his course to that's fine i just smoother waters i like how he like when the the gang shows up to the Harlem Paradise. Yeah. And we find out what sh- sugar came back from North Carolina. He's yeah. Like, 
there's nothing left for me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he tells them all to get new new clothes. Yeah, like he's my first like, class all the way. Yeah, first class all the way. I I like the character. Yeah, Shades Shades takes charge in this episode, but like he's creeping on Mariah though, man. Like he he wants he wants he wants some of Mariah. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Mariah's that, fine looking woman. She could be his mom. So maybe more. She might be his. AJ a, nothing but digit. Whew. Teach their own man. <laughs> We had another uh, Power Man reference. Yes, we did. Luke calling himself Power Man. Um, um, so Luke in this episode, I didn't get much character development necessarily. Like he's not growing much, but we did get some reinforcement of his character. I think anyway. Okay. Because he's got the shrapnel in his gut. It's and as Claire finds out, his cells like. Yeah, we get some explanations to how pseudoscience. Works. Yeah, his cells Marvel like, science. Yeah, they band back together. If you try and pry him apart. Yeah. So as a result of the, the bullet shrapnel being in him, his cells immediately collapsed on it, and now they can't get it out. Yeah. So um, Claire wants to poke around and, yeah. you know, prod him with a scalpel, which, you know, Ouch. medical stuff is so yeah. cringy on, on TV. Um, but she also wants to, you know, do more tests and, and stuff to Luke and she actually at one point says like you know we have to medicate you or give you anesthesia or, or whatever to dull the pain and Luke remarks no drugs uh, I gotta be clear headed people could get hurt if I'm not Luke man yeah always yeah responsible yep good dude um, I'm trying to think because what, what did you think you ever see the movie Warriors uh no I've never seen either. I kind of want to. Is watch that the it. Warriors come out and play? Yeah, thing? The, yeah. Can never, you dig it? I, yeah, I've never. Yeah, it's yeah. all from Warriors. Like, okay, I know of so many pop culture references from Warriors. Yes. yet never having seen it, and I've heard it's good. I've heard it's like a fun, like you know, might be dated at this point, but I'd watch it. Yeah, might be good. Yeah. Uh, so Diamondback, he's kind of yeah. like the big, the big, big fish here. Um, big elephant in the room. So, like, I find him. I find his character to be cartoony. Um, I'm I'm puzzled. What is his plan exactly? Maybe him well, and Luke have this in he's common. Luke brother, he's Luke's brother. So maybe they're... because here's what I here's here's what I'm saying. He shoots him in the gut at the end of the last episode, right? Yeah. Drives away, but doesn't drive away. Okay. So did he intend to kill him with that shot, or not? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So then, continuing up, picking up this week on this episode, uh, Luke's in the ambulance. They're driving away. He then chases the ambulance, blows it up, tips it over, and pursues Luke on foot with the gun and all that yeah. stuff. Makes himself known to Luke that it's that you know it's him and yada yada. Yeah. yeah. Then when Claire they, they they escape to the women's clinic where Claire's doing the medical procedures on Luke and all that stuff, there's that scene. Misty comes in and they put. He, Dude, Diamondback is targeting Luke's head. And if not for Misty or Claire seeing it and pulling him out of the way at the last second, that would have, like, you know, blown Luke's head off. So clearly he intended to kill Luke, I would think. But then after that, he's back to just toying with him. Maybe he's just not very good at his job. I don't... (laughs) I guess, what's his plan exactly? Does he want to kill him? Does he not want to kill him? Why is he toying with him? I think because of the dynamic of their relationship, he probably does want to kill him, but wants him to suffer a little bit first. The the inevitable flaw of most comic villains 
<laughs> I, I got a gun in my room. We could just go shoot right, him right, right now. What are you feeding him? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think he just wants to kind of toy with him because we see in the end of the episode that Luke catches another Judas bullet this time in the shoulder. Yet again, though, he had him dead to rights. Yeah, shoot no, him in the face, dude, dude. Comic book villain. I know. It's just I, I guess I'm just confused by. Here's even, the thing. Here's, Fisk, here's the thing. Even Fisk made that mistake in the first season of Daredevil. Fair enough. After Matt got done fighting um, um, Hand Ninja Guy. Nobu. Nobu. Yeah. Like, Matt, Fisk just could have taken a gun, put a bullet right in Matt's head right then and there. But no, he, he had to monologue a bit. But in, in this case, though, Diamondback had several opportunities no, I to know. finish the job. I know. So I know they're like padding it out not padding it out but i know for dramatic tension and whatnot we need to write it in such a way but like you're making this guy look really ineffective and stupid <laughs> yeah and i think i think they kind of do a better job of kind of course correcting towards the end of the season okay with Diamondback. um this whole like luke being shot i believe if i remember cor- correctly carries out for like three and a half episodes. yeah this is this this, this could have been wrapped up and done two episodes this begins the pacing issues we're going to yeah. have in the next couple episodes yes yeah, a little bit in this episode but re- it really hits the wall yeah um in the next episode but i didn't think again i didn't think this was necessarily a bad episode no um, no it's just it's, it's just it's, like because it's it's, a, it's compared to the episode that came before it, yeah. it's it's a tough act to follow. It is. It's I, a really tough follow up. And not for nothing, I feel like the, the every episode from here on out, like like you said, season one part two. Yeah. Part two is not bad. It's just not as good as what we started with. Yeah. And I think that's gonna be kind of the it's theme a, from here little, on out. Little little more comic booky than Yes. But again, again, still good. We still like no, it. No, no. Uh, hey, look. It's still a great show. It's still like the Netflix Marvel-verse. Yeah. So it's still quality, but... If there's lessons to be learned, if, if Marvel is paying attention... Maybe 10 episodes instead of 13. I'd say pare it down, but also consider your consistency. Consider yeah. where your arcs are going. Um, yeah, Diamondback, just for me, is a step down. Even, yeah. See, even though he's a step up in power set in all this business... He's really a step down in terms of an interesting, compelling villain. No, I get you. I villain. get you. Um, we also learned that, just really quick, because I know we're getting to the point where we're wrapping this up. We also learned in theater that Diamondback has been behind everything yeah, that's... Yeah, Luke's incarceration yeah. And, 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 and the frame. And just, you know, we know what that is, honestly, though. Like, I mean, again... It's that's a very comic booky. Yeah, no, I, I it's like not only am I behind the whole thing, I'm yeah. also your brother. Like, oh my god! Of course, that was that. You know, what it reminded me of. You know what? It, this is exactly what it reminded me of. It reminded me. Remember the Clone Saga, Spider Man? Yeah, uh, I mean, I try not to, but sure. At at one point, they reveal that Green Goblin was behind the whole thing, the whole thing. Because of like, course. Because of course. Yeah, I uh, just looking at my notes here. It's that kind of that that kind of uh, that kind of tropey stuff. I just I don't kind like of dipping back into the Clone Saga. I was just about you know, but you you brought it up. How do you feel about that? I read a synopsis of what they're doing right now, and it sounded kind of. I'm not going to say good, but it's at least. An interesting premise. 
But I'm kind of also of the of the mind that I will. Look, I, I'm typically one to resolve judgment till the end of the story. Okay. If they do what they're talking about doing now, it's one of the things I've always said that if they did, I would quit comics. They think they're going to kill. Oh, they're going to bring back Uncle Ben. That's what they said at the end of the last. They're not going to do that. Better not. Peter's not going to go for that. Um, I think the setup though with uh, Ben Riley is kind of not because he's dead, but he's not like he. They, they didn't they, something where they had to like bring him back, but he died. But they but he, every time they bring him back, he remembers dying. Yeah, that's kind of a cool setup in and then, in a way. It, it gives you know what it is. You, you know what it is. If they it's the end of the prestige. Right, it's the movie. Spoilers. No, no, it's hush. When Jason Todd is actually the villain. Ah. That's kind of what it feels like they're kind of trying to say, hey, this is what you should have done. But again, we'll see how they stick the landing. Yeah. Um, ultimately, though, I'm, I, I am, uh, I'm not a super Spider-Man fan like you are, but I, I would, being conscious of uh, the era that, that I grew up in and, and the character's history, I think we might want to stay away from clones in Spider-Man yeah. now and forever. Yeah. If I were editor-in-chief, that would be like a mandate on my wall. Some, we're not doing that anymore. Some things just didn't work. And Let us I can forget. I see the temptation of saying, you know what? This didn't work, but we can do it better this time. Yeah. So, yeah. Consider your fans, and your yeah. fans say no. Yeah, pretty anyway. much. All right. That brings a close to this episode of The Devil's Due. Does it? Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, yeah. We, I got I got yeah. nothing else to, to talk about for this episode. No, we're we're um, pretty good. We got turkey dinner coming up here. Yeah, yeah, excited about that. Whew, I got I got scared because I saw CNN oh boy. on my phone. Oh boy, Star Wars. Yeah, um, just saying she's hospitalized. So thoughts, hopes, prayers. With Carrie Fisher, oh, pull man. through. Please don't take Leia. Yeah, yeah. Help us, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Ah, crap. He's dead too. Damn it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, if you want to send us any questions, communicate with us, talk to us in any way, you can do so, again, at the following sources. You can find us on Twitter at Devil's Due Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. You can email us at TheDevilsDewPod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, TheDevilsDewPodcast.com to find all of these resources um, before we wrap up here, I just want to take a moment. Uh, we're coming up on new year. Ah, uh, as rough as 2016 has been, 2016 did give birth to the show. So I just want to thank all of you who have tuned in all of you who have downloaded and told our people about the show, please continue to do so. Yes. Um, but we very much appreciate your support and we're looking forward to 2017, uh, it's going to be next couple of years. It's going to be real interesting for this show. Iron Fist, Defenders. More, more Daredevil. More Daredevil. More we will, Punisher. We promise you, folks, we will get to Daredevil Season 2. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Don't worry. We yeah. got this covered. So, But definitely thank you to everyone who has supported the show this year. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best for the holiday season, the merriest of Christmases, and the happiest of New Year's. And again, big heartfelt thank you. I concur with all of that. And for the final time, and no, not the final time. No. Yes. No, yes. No. Yes. The Last final the time year? in 2016. Yeah. Court is adjourned. <laughs>